Hey everybody, welcome to the Free Mind Podcast. I'm just messing with him. What is wrong with you? Um, We are back here in the studio. Another podcast. Thank y'all for joining us on on today. Beautiful little rain going on in the background here. Drink a little uh, afternoon brew. Quite cozy. Quite cozy. Good afternoon. I got my wife back from the land of school, uh, the land of the back into the land of the living. So welcome back, babe, to reality. Thank you, love. Oops, it goes gravity. Um, so anyways, um, wanted to, I got, I got my mirror christening book came in the mail. So I got to read it. Yeah. If you, if you have time, I would love for you to jump, you know, consider jumping in this book club We're we're going to probably do just four sessions. I think there's four segments in the book. So over the summer, I'd like to do four sessions via zoom with whoever wants to join us for reading through this book and just chatting through it. Uh, all things Christian nationalism and mere Christendom and all that kind of good stuff that my wife said stop talking about in the podcast for a little bit and so push you it to lost, you just lost twenty five percent of but, your listeners by saying those right words. exactly so anyways um you know hopefully you'll join us for that and um you know also wanted to say we had a had somebody join our Patreon so thank you so much um, if you do benefit from this ministry and you believe in what we're doing we would appreciate anything you could could help us with to to further the message yep. get the message out there just support the like us a little button. bit hit the like button and uh, join us on patreon if you if you feel like you know that the lord would have you support this ministry we could appreciate it these days as uh yeah uh would would help us just to continue to get the word out so anyways today i want to do an interest uh, an episode on something i think i briefly mentioned it to you i don't even know if you're super familiar with it but i thought it'd be a good case study um on how the world works. So, you know, part of what we want to do here at Free Mind is just make you hip to the enemy's playbook and his strategery. I like that. Um, how he goes about stuff. So you can kind of pick it up quicker. It's like, um, you know, play, playing basketball for many years, like when a good coach would teach you like how to read their offense quick or how to read the defense, like you can tell immediately like, oh, they're they're dropping into a zone defense or what type of zone are they in? And then you make your adjustments on the offense quickly to, to, to whatever you perceive they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think there it's the same like in warfare and then we're in spiritual warfare, which is often is in the land of ideas. So what what we're trying to do is give you some like uh, good case studies, good clear examples, and and how to do this a little better. So there's this family called the Duggar family. Have you heard about them? I have they, not. So um, I don't know a ton about them. I, I had heard about them a while back. They had a scandal, one of their kids, and everything. So just recently, they've done this uh, this Amazon um, docu series on them or something. Amazon, so for, okay. yeah, Amazon Prime Video. Got thing. it. And when I heard about it, I was like, you know, so so here's one indicator. It, it, it was on Amazon's main promo page, right? And it's okay. about a Christian family. So immediately, you know, that's one one thing going up. We, we know Amazon, you know, Jeff Bezos. I can't remember what uh, he owned it. Did he step down from CEO or is he doing? I don't know what all he's doing now. 
I think it was it his wife that owned Washington Post or something like that. There's all these connections, but very, very anti-Christian ideologically. Okay. So, you know, it's like Netflix, Netflix when they're promoting something or Amazon promoting something. That's one okay. knock against it immediately. Like, because gotcha. you know they're not. Yeah, you know, they're, you know the they're way they about. roll. Okay. Right. Now, that's not to say that they have no truth and that there's no scandal involved, but it just mm-hmm. lets you know what's the posture, where's this coming from. Uh, so I did look up the Duggar family, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up. If you're watching us uh, on YouTube or Rumble here, you'll be able to see it. If not, you could just listen and follow along. But let me go over here and pull this up. Um, DuggarFamily.com. So I want you to see this. You'll see this for the first time, babe. And and I want to get your impression. So you see the Duggar family here: ministries and resources, life changing resources, ministries building God's kingdom all across the world. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole website here, but let me go to the meet our family spot. And I do want to read, maybe I'll have you read this. Are you good to read that? Some of that, Mm -hmm. babe? Um, Let's see. Do we want to start up top? Yeah, let's start with this. How it all began. Okay. How it all began in December, 1983, Jim and Bob says, I said, well, no, no, no. Cause I know you ain't from the country. So I, Jim Bob. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I had a tra- I'm trying to read it. Like, I had to translate for my Chicago wife here. So I, Jim Bob, this is Jim, Jim Bob, Bob writing. This is Jim Bob writing. Yeah. You are so funny. Okay. In December 1983, I, Jim Bob, spent about $350 on a ring and on Christmas Eve got down on my knee and asked Michelle to marry me. She excitedly said yes. Three months later, however, a new job for Mr. Ruark meant that he, his wife, and Michelle would move to North Carolina as soon as Michelle graduated from high school in May. I couldn't stand to think of Michelle leaving, so I asked her dad if we could get married that summer. I used my best salesmanship to remind him that I was working at the grocery store and also had my real estate license. I was buying a little 19 19- thousand dollar house and I loved Michelle with all my heart it was an emotional conversation for both of us I was crying and Mr. Ruark had tears in his eyes that he as he listened to me pour out my heart I love your daughter I told him I really believe I can provide for her and take care of her and I don't want to see her move away to North Carolina Michelle's mom was sitting nearby listening and not saying anything finally Mr. Ruark softly said to her husband Garrett just let the boy marry the girl. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of got an old school yeah. feel. You know, you see a $19,000 house, you know. Oh, that, you know that, that was back in the a, day. You can't get a trailer for that now. You can so. barely get a car. Right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, keep, keep going. All here. right. We were married on July 21st, 1984, three months after M- Michelle's high school graduation and three days after Jim Bob's 19th birthday. I would turn 18 that December. Our wedding was sweet and simple. And we did most of the preparation and decoration ourselves. We got married in our church where our pastor officiated our ceremony. At the time, our church was still being built. So we were meeting in a big gymnasium for services. We actually got married in the hallway of the building that we had set up folding chairs and used as pews. We did the exact same thing when we renewed our vows 25 years later. I wanted to do as much as I could myself as a way to save money and keep the expenses reasonable. Another special touch. 
as was another special touch was wearing Jim Bob's mother's wedding dress as my dress. Everything we did for our wedding was inexpensive, but perfect for us. We wanted to spend our money on our honeymoon. Honeymoon. Thanks. Sorry, I, I went forward before you. <laughs> I, like, let All me right. finish. <laughs> After returning, from- yeah, well, it's not much longer. I just oh, okay. Get the kind of getting the flavor of their family and how they got into this. They're gonna they're gonna summarize and kind of move quickly here. You but- got it. After returning from our honeymoon in Mount Nebo, we were looking forward to being at our new house together. It was a small fixer-upper house, about 900 square feet total, and Jim Bob got such a good deal on it. We spent the rest of our honeymoon fixing up our little house. Jim Bob had moved into a, a month before. Jim Bob had moved in a month before the wedding. But I didn't move in until after we were married, so this was our first time living together. There were no doors on our kitchen cabinets, and the place needed a lot of work. But that was okay. We were living on love, and it was so exciting. It was just so precious to be in our own house together for the first time. Jim Bob was really being a great husband and working on the car. I remember thinking, oh, how romantic. He's at our house, and he's working on our car. It's funny, the little things that you just hold dear to your heart forever. Yep. And I want to, so quickly here, becoming parents, they first got married. I think she went on birth control and they lost a baby. Um, and it was due to the birth control. They didn't know at the time that, that they, they could even get pregnant, but something with that, it ended up losing it. So okay. that kind of threw them on a path that I think researching and mm. kind of looking into this stuff. But um, this section's called Miscarriage Then Blessing. So I'm going to let you uh, continue reading there if you don't mind, babe. Then the unexpected happened, followed by the unthinkable. Michelle got pregnant, and even though she was still taking birth control pills, wow. We thought that was impossible, but we were surprised to find out different. Between her second and third month, Michelle miscarried. When the doctor told us the miscarriage probably happened because she had conceived while still on the pill, we were devastated. Though this difficult time, I'm sorry, through this difficult time, we began to read in the Bible that children were a blessing and a gift from God. Psalm 127, 1 through 5. We ask God to give us a love for children like he loves children and to forgive us for not dressing, not desiring to receive his gifts. It was then that we asked God to give us as many children as he saw fit. A year later, God blessed us with twins and then another baby and another and another. Right. Those pictures. Amazing. All right. Keep going. Sorry. It is an exciting adventure following God. We certainly never expected to be on television. In 2002, a photo of our family walking into the polling place during Jim Bob's run for U.S. Senate ended up being printed in the New York Times. So I guess, yeah, so Jim Bob was running for Senate in 2002. If you're looking at this, you can see these pictures. It's a massive, massive family. I can't remember how how many there are, but maybe they say up here, but. So this pe- this picture makes its way in the New York Times. It okay. continue there, that photo. That photo led to a story about our family published in Parents Magazine. Someone at Discovery Health Channel saw the magazine article, and we soon got a phone call asking if they could do a one-hour documentary about the logistics of raising 14 children. 14. <laughs> Jeez. We felt that it was an opportunity to share with the world that children are a blessing and a gift from God. Around that same time, we also realized we were outgrowing our home. Since we were committed to living in debt 
living debt free, we made the decision to begin building a house ourselves. We love getting to work alongside each other as we learn different aspects of construction from many friends and hired professionals. It was during this time that a television network began regularly filming the things we were doing together as a family. Little did we know we would soon be featured on what would become one of the longest running reality TV series in history. We were so thankful for the Figure 8 Films crew. They have become like family to us. They have invested their time and energy into our lives and have been so patient. Yeah, so they did, uh, uh, which I didn't know, they did this reality television series and it was the longest running. And so I think that's where I had must have heard of them. You can see there okay. are more pictures with all of them and their kids and grandkids. Um, where we are now. Will you read that? Fast forward. Okay. Fast forward a couple of years and here we are. We have been blessed with 19 children, 10 boys and 9 girls, our nephew Tyler, sons and daughters-in-law, and new grandchildren arriving every year. We will be the first to say that we are far from perfect. We face challenges and struggles just like any other family. But through it all, our desire has been to make Christ known and for others to see that the Bible truly is the owner's manual for life. Over, this, over the last several years, people have said to us, we love your story. We have always responded, it's not a show, it's our lives. Our desire in opening our home to the world is to share Bible principles that are the answers for life's problems. Yeah, and so in this last uh, section says, God's not done with us yet. He continues to work in all of us. And our family love most assuredly multiplies. Duggar-style multiplication includes not only more children, but also new adventures, unexpected challenges, ongoing creativity, and an increasing faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As you discover the challenges our family faces and the simple life principles we teach our children from God's Word, you'll realize that what works for us can work for you too. So any, what vibes you get so far just in general from goodness, wholesome. Yeah. Kind of a wholesome old school. Yeah. No frills, just simple life, rich, you know, just. Yeah. Good. Like kind of, I would say like when I read that I was in there, I guess they're in Arkansas or were in Arkansas or something like that. Um, but you, it's family. kind of like what many people are encouraging families to go back to in, in a okay. lot of ways right now because of all the craziness. It's I like see. raise your kids, have a big family, you know, this kind of thing. Um, they have a blog. They have a um, – here's resources. I'll just – if you're watching here, you can, you can see some of these things. But I think they're real big. Like they love the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum, you know. They have focus on the family. They're, you know, kind of promoting yeah. them. They have a lot of good, like, great organizations, like um, Museum of the Bible here. Yeah. Um, and down here, let's see, the Bible Project, eh, you know, some of their stuff I'm, lately I'm not as excited about. But um, Wall Builders, that's uh, David Barton, I believe. Okay. Um, Voice of the Martyrs. Anyways, just, just good stuff that you could say, like, okay, they're training up their kids yeah. in a Christian worldview. They're, they're doing the work According that, the like, Bible we principles. encourage people to take them out of the, the government systems and, and all this kind of stuff. So that's just to give you, a, like, a flavor. Um, they have everything from kids, young adults, marriage, finances, all sorts. So they, they seem to be thinking in, in, like, a kingdom lens of, like, all of Christ for all of life type approach they're not doing the, you know, little spiritual Christianity on the side and then secularism everywhere else type thing yeah. that so many people are doing. 
So that's just one thing I wanted to note. Um, I'm going to go over real quick to um, this Amazon, see if we can if we can find it, and just I want you to see like what they're what they're if I can find it. So they were promoting it up here okay. yesterday when I looked, um, but I'm going to type this in now. The Duggar family, and I think it's actually called. Um, Duggar family secrets. Shiny happy people. <laughs> Jeez. So so okay so we got Amazon now I want you to read this um I want to read this okay what they're tagging here okay If you want to grow in your confidence in knowing what you believe and why you believe it if you want to ground your faith in biblical Christianity and step into who God has called you to be I want to tell you about a great program put on by Impact 360 and it's called Propel Propel is a one-week transformational leadership and discipleship experience where high school students gather together to be grounded in a biblical worldview as they learn how to follow Jesus, have a godly influence, learn how to disciple their peers, and boldly live out their faith in their daily lives. So they're having two sessions this summer. The first one is June 19th through the 25th, and the second one is June 26th through July 2nd. These programs fill up really quickly, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So we'll put the link below if you're interested in looking into it. And we'll see you this summer. It says a limited docuseries exposing the truth beneath the wholesome Americana surface Mm. of reality TV's favorite mega family, the Duggars, and the radical organization behind them. Mm -hmm. The Institute in Basic Life Principles, apparently that's the radical organization behind them, as details of the family and their scandals unfold, we, we realize they are part of an insidious, <laughs> much larger threat already in motion. Wow. And what does this last phrase say? With democracy itself in peril. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, like, here, here's a key. Uh. Here's a, here's like you start to get these things coalesce. So in in I'm not even saying the Duggars don't have problems. Like they may have problems. Sure. All this stuff, but anytime I see Amazon promoting something, and then I say it's a threat to our democracy, <laughs> <laughs> immediately you know what time it is, um, because they're are they taking like what are they taking a hit at here? They're they're really they really have a problem with this radical organization that's behind them and the details of that are insidious you know that they're part of this insidious mm. larger threat that's a threat to democracy so already we can reinterpret that and say well it must be a threat probably to globalism because anytime they say it's a threat to democracy what they mean by that it's a threat to the great reset these days like mm. you could pretty much put that in like I see. anybody stands up democrat rhino whatever they, they, it is a threat to our democracy it's a threat to klaus schwab and his minions basically <laughs> so probably like what you're looking at here is the bigger thing behind it then is probably something we should agree with mm-hmm. the bigger part of it yeah. now again i'm not saying that this particular yeah. scandals or anything like that i don't know but anytime they're decrying that that's a good indicator so now i want to go to uh jared longshore did a seven minute thing and okay. i want to play it and just kind of like interject comments here and there so uh any thoughts on that so far though babe no i think i see what you're saying definitely uh it's funny right <laughs> a narrative there a, a yes painted against what they're about for sure yes and so yeah so here's jared's thing okay. a word about the dark secrets duggar family documentary so here we go 
A new documentary is out on the Duggar family called Shiny Happy People, mm -hmm. Duggar Family Secrets. After watching a bit of this documentary, my pastoral spidey senses went off. Mm -hmm. The mature can do multiple things at the same time, which this documentary requires. So what do you think he means Ooh, by that? You have to see through... Uh not on your own lens, their lens, what they're, what, what's going yes. on here. Yeah. So discern. You know, we like people that are listening to this podcast, like you could probably, and in fact, it would be probably good for you to sit down and watch this with your family okay. and deconstruct it okay. and say, which parts of this are true, but which parts are being led and, and leading? What is it leading to? How what is the, what are they trying to do with this? Not that you have to do it because sometimes it could be really annoying, but it could be a good exercise. And he's saying, I think he's right on with stuff like this. You can do it if you're mature. But here's what he goes on to say, and I think he's exactly right here. But not all are mature. This doc is designed to play evangelicals, and it has a good chance of doing so. Mm. <laughs> well. So you see what he's saying? Like this, sure. Like it will end up playing many evangelicals. It is designed to do just that. And, and many evangelicals, unfortunately, don't have the equipment to assess this and see through it. They'll just buy it hook, line, and sinker. Another example of this that I didn't, and if you listened to this and loved it, I don't mean to insult you, but there was a there was a documentary, um, or not a documentary, a podcast uh, about Mark Driscoll. Okay. And um, people loved it. It was the rise and fall of Mars Hill or something like that. And he, the reason I think, you know, they supposedly went into all his background. He was a guy that was like really preaching hard and preaching you know, this masculine kind of thing. And he ended up kind of being off on some issues and getting in trouble, like it, it, maybe abuse of staff, stuff like this. Um, I don't even know if it was women abuse involved. I'm not sure of all the details. But immediately when I saw that Christianity Today was putting it out, I was like, oh, this is, you know, th th they're a source I don't need to hear that from. Like I, I would rather get it from, I'd rather pull the facts out. Or I could listen to it and kind of, discern but i could tell sure. that if you're not if you're not hip to what's going on and what christianity today is about right now and what they're doing then you won't catch all the narrative that they're infusing in it all the time and the bigger picture that they're trying to to bring about and then when i saw they were putting um people like josh harris on the podcast so i don't know if you remember him like his dating goodbye guy oh, who Joshua deconstructed harris, yeah. his whole faith and went LGBT. like they were having him as a voice on there at one point sure. and not to say that it's all false it's just you need to know like what's the narrative here like you know here's here's this uh here's this article promoting the vaccine and at the bottom you find out they're sponsored by pfizer you should be skeptical yeah. of sure. not necessarily every data point but you mm -hmm. should you should be aware yeah. that they're being paid by that company to be an apologist on its behalf. Okay. And that just should clue you in. So, Justin Dumay, the author of Jesus and John Wayne, How White Evangelicals Corrupted a Faith and Fractured a Nation. Sorry, I do have to... I won't, I won't keep pausing it this much, but so he's saying here that this, this, this lady that wrote, uh, Jesus and John Wayne <laughs> and the subtitle was how white evangelicals basically, uh, you know, corrupted, corrupted the Christian faith and by voting for Trump and doing oh, all this I kind see. of stuff. Okay. So she's like, you know, if you're interested in reading like a, a quick, uh, synopsis of her book from an, from a critical perspective, Samuel Say wrote one at Slow to Write and what I've seen of the book, it's like, it's, it's a, it's really, really, um, low grade 
kind of a screed against anybody that's standing <laughs> for conservative principles that uses these, you know, extreme cases to present this picture that anybody supporting Trump is a, you know, white supremacist or, you know, it's that it's that whole kind of thing. So she makes some appearances on this documentary, which should be your third, um, you know, your third flag, flag yeah. in this. Okay. So rewind that just a skosh here. Designed to play evangelicals, and it has a good chance of doing so. Kristen Dumay, the author of Jesus and John Wayne, How White Evangelicals Corrupted a Faith and Fractured a Nation, makes an appearance or two. And Russell Moore has already taken this documentary as an opportunity to lament that the young homeschool Christian boys are training in rhetoric and political philosophy. If they keep that up, then they may end up clerking for Supreme Court justices or something. And well, Russell wouldn't want anything like that happening. So another one, like in... We've talked about this now, but Russell Moore, just pretty much anything he says these days, I can say, okay, the opposite is true. So he says A, I can conclude not A. All right. So he's in line again with Kristen Dumay on this point. And like, oh, man, these kids are learning rhetoric. They're going to, you know, I, I don't know exactly what he said, but he's saying he was decrying the fact that these kids are being raised up to go into society and impact it from this perspective. So that's another another flag you can put up. This documentary is also the kind that can put a damper on the spirits with cloudy, unhappy people, ensuring viewers that the Duggars were faking the shiny, happy people thing. The ethos is something like, let's just all be miserable together. There are better things to attend to. And thinking about whatever is true, honorable, right, and pure comes to mind. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Nevertheless, this swampy documentary is out there, and my gut says evangelicals are watching. So here are a few points so that you don't get stuck in the muck. Gothard problems. First, let me say right up front that the IBLP Gothard world is a well from which you don't want to drink. Mm. I don't know much about the ministry, but what I have seen is enough to say that there are significant errors and problems going on there. I'll so in other words, I think they were influenced or, I don't know, under the teach of this Bill Gothard guy, maybe that's the, the organization they're talking about that's insidious or whatever. And he's saying, he's just making a note up front like he's not um, supporting Gothard and his viewpoint in this. He's saying there's things there that, that he's not in line. Yeah, they're, they're off. So okay. just, just making that clarification. Again, for those who are going to set their hair on fire about the point coming in the next paragraph. As the apostle wrote with big letters once, I will put it in italics. Albeit I only have a little knowledge of the Bill Gothard movement and teaching, it is nevertheless clear from that little bit that you do not want to be covered in the dust of that particular rabbi. The Duggar documentary addresses the sexual sin of Josh Duggar, who was convicted of child pornography and is currently in prison. This sexual perversion and other kinds of family structure problems, child-rearing errors, and sexual mishaps are laid at the feet of the IBLP in the documentary. And this leads us to the heart of the matter. LGBTQ plus has no light at all. Whatever the corruptions, anyone friendly to LGBTQ plus has nothing to say to the dark secrets of the Gothard Duggar business. Mm. So that that I think is the important is one major point. Whenever secular or Christian organizations do something where where you're meant to clutch your pearls and pull your hair and run around like, oh man, this is so awful. Mm -hmm. Do they have any connection whatsoever in supporting the LGBTQ ideology? If they right. do, they have absolutely nothing they, to stand yeah, on to shed any light on anything. Completely lost credibility. And he'll, you know, he'll he'll really drive that home, but that's okay. that's an excellent point to make like even if Bill Gothard and that organization 
like he's saying, is is not something you want to be drinking from or getting your you know theology from. Consider the source of this opposition, and do they have any light to be sh- to shed on the situation? Everyone is pearl clutching about Josh Duggar's sexual perversions, while Mr. Biden just hung the sexual perversion flag on the White House centered between two American flags. Mm. I am not a fan of sexual corruptions wherever they are to be found. Anyone who stands against sexual perversion is welcome to state an opinion on the Gothard Duggar situation. The microphone is open. We reform Christian types, you know, the kind who still think Big John shouldn't shower with your local high school girls volleyball team, are happy to take questions. But But if you think that the sexually perverted should be in the White House, Hmm. then you don't get to decry the sexual perversions of Josh Duggar. You have the plus sign at the end of that LGBTQ. You have open marriages and minor attracted persons right there alongside the L's, G's, and B's. You have. So does that make sense so far? What are you saying? Yeah. So you have the plus sign on this, right? which you've seen in the TED Talks. There's a lady who's trying to argue to soften pedophilia and Mm -hmm. talk about minor attractive persons and basically make the same argument that they made for LGB folks that they they can't help having those desires. So, you know, we shouldn't beat up on. They've made that argument already for minor attractive persons on mainstream platforms. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where they're moving. So if you hold to that ideology, you support that, you put the flag on the White House, then don't act like you have any moral authority right. to come in and decry this thing with Josh Duggar and 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 buy that, trace it back to this Bill Gothard and by that enlarge it to cover really what they want to fight against, which is evangelicals that stand in their way of what they want to do politically. That's that's at okay. essence at bottom. Men entering the little girl's dressing room and changing with them at Target. You cannot high-five Josh Duggar for what he did and be upset with him at the same time. You cannot want to get Josh Duggar out of prison and make him chief advisor to Mr. Biden on sexual matters in the United States and at the same time shun him and his family for his immoral sexual practices. I mentioned that this documentary is designed to play evangelicals and has a good chance of doing so. So this second point is very much for those evangelicals. Those behind the Duggar documentary are not your friends and they are not more sexually pure and morally upright than the Duggars. It was some Something like four or five years ago when the liberal Lutheran lady encouraged all of the ex-evangelical ladies to send in their purity rings so that she could melt them down into a vagina. I recall that some Christians at that time took this as an opportunity to point out not the problems with fashioning an idol in the form of female genitalia from purity rings, but the problems of purity culture. The Duggar Doc. So that was... <laughs> So that really happened. That was a female bishop what? who was having all these women, you know, or, or encouraging, you know, sending your purity rings. We're going to melt it down to make this vagina statue or whatever. Sheesh. And he's saying right on cue, people, I, I don't know, for instance, if Russell Moore did this, I wouldn't be surprised. But Christianity Today type folks and, you know, they it was like a, a, a lurch in that moment to decry purity culture instead of coming against that woman. So remember, I don't know if you remember that move. They were saying purity culture was so bad, and right. all Joshua you know, Harris Washington that, Post yeah. and all this kind of. Okay. They were posting it did damage so th- to culture. That's right. a, yeah, that's how the evangelicals took the bait, and instead of seeing what what's the major problem, respond to that. They took their cues from mm-hmm. New York Times, Washington Post, and and took it as opportunities to. And we did an episode on that way back, you know, when it when it happened. 
Um, just talking about, yeah, you, you, there were certain elements of purity culture that were bad. But again, this is a case where they're running with a fire extinguisher to a flood. The the real issue there in, in the culture yeah, at the time was anarchy, not purity yeah. culture. It was this other stuff that was sure. going on. Okay. Round two of this kind of thing. If the producers of this documentary and the many participants who lamented traditional family values, homeschooling and spanking would come out and renounce the rainbow flag plus then I will pay attention to their concerns about the sexual failings brought about by the teaching and culture of the IBLP. I will encourage evangelicals across this land to consider their take and give them a fair hearing. If only they will say something simple like homosexual practice is a sin to be repented of and hospitals shouldn't be places where men cut young women's breasts off in an attempt to make them men. Renounce Pride Month and we will make time in the schedule. I'll wait. The structure. The reason the Duggar family in this particular documentary catches the eye is because it touches upon both structure and spirit. Mm. These are age-old principles with an age-old relationship. The structure of the traditional family, the Christian family, the real family, testifies to a structured world, an ordered cosmos. We live in a time when there is quite a movement to burn down the ordered cosmos, which means deconstructing the divinely ordered family. Leftist revolutionaries have been after this for decades. Kate Millett, one of the leaders of second wave feminism was gunning for this back in the 60s when she held meetings and chanted about destroying the American patriarch. How would she do it? By promoting prostitution, abortion, and other sexual perversions. That's right. We can deconstruct the family by pimping out the women. So reasons feminism. The truth is that our problems are not found in the structure. They are found in our hearts. I'm not denying the existence of systemic sin. I am ousting the lie that the problem is in hierarchy, order, structure, and God's design of male, female, and the natural family. So do you see what he's, what he's talking about here? Is that clear? Um, how these things often go is they're using these as opportunities to play on what we all agree, what we should, well what people who still have a semblance left of decency agree that it, that child abuse and child pornography and all that stuff is wrong, right? Yeah. And we also, many evangelicals can probably see what, I haven't looked into that organization, but probably they can present it and you're like, oh man, that's crazy. What they want to do with that is utilize that to make you think, to, to deconstruct the whole structure yeah. of family and take the whole thing down because that's their real goal, right? Remember the feminists, they want to tear down the patriarchy. They don't mm -hmm. like the order in the family. The, the, the woke ideology wants to tear down the nuclear family. And so they use these as examples to say this is the fruit of that structure. Wow. And he's saying, no, 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 the, the, that, that's a... This is a bug, not a feature of, mm. of structure families based in God's right. order. Like that's a, those are unique aberrations. Mm -hmm. Those are not, but it's a feature of the culture now being created by Listen, the structureless yeah. anarchy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a feature of that, not a bug. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they use the bugs to get rid of the, the whole, the whole system that's actually good Yeah. to bring in something that is the actual essence of what they were pointing at to as the bug. Wow. That is the central eye of the Duggar documentary. Modern man has lost his head, so the natural order is fascinating, especially when it goes full Duggar style with all of those children. And modern man will have all sorts of flesh enjoyments when he sees failure 
amid this structure. Carnal man likes to see people fall while attempting to adhere to the Creator's design. It makes him feel better about himself for all the ways he has fallen short of that standard. This is where hot gospel will do you better than peering into the dark secrets of the Duggars. The truth is, God made them male and female. A wife is to submit to her own husband. The husband is head of his wife. Sex belongs in marriage. Children should obey their parents. Boys are boys. Girls are girls. And homosexual practice is contrary to nature. We have made a mess of this order. And then we have blamed it on the order. Mm. But the problem is our devious, corrupt hearts. The problem is that we are dead in our sins. It is for this reason that Christ was born of the Virgin, that He lived a righteous life and died on a cross, taking the sins of His people to the grave. You have two options. Ease your conscience by objecting to God's created order or repent of your sins looking to Jesus Christ. The message is simple. The dark secrets you wanted to find in the Duggar home are found in your very own heart. There is one way to deal with them. You must be born again. Amen. Ooh, that was powerful. Isn't that good? Wow. Yeah, man, that's, uh, I think that was just such a good, uh, that's why I wanted to bring this case up because sure. I think it's a perfect case of, of exactly what he said, man. People love to, to peer into the dark secrets and blame it on the structure itself because really at bottom they hate God. Sure. Makes me think of Karl Marx's comments about the holy family and the structure yeah. of the family. It's yep. like they want to tear down both the holy family and the family. Yeah, and man. so, yeah, they jumped on this opportunity to yes. uh, not even highlight. I, well, I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure what they've done, but yep. it's it's par for the course. It's what they do. They love to make anything of the church look bad to tear down church. Right. Anything of the family look bad to tear down family. And so it's a pattern. It's a pattern. We should see it by now, right? That's <laughs> your point. We should know their yes. place. Yes, yes. So, I, you know, like I don't – and again, the, the – that that's not to ratify everything they did or Bill no. Gothard. I don't know anything about his stuff. Like we still, we have to test everything by the scripture, but that is to say like, I just, man, when, once you get how they play this game, like I don't care anymore about what Amazon thinks or, you know, Washington compost or, you know, communist news network or any of these guys, even Fox, like it's like, you, you know what time it is. These people aren't about truth. They're going to utilize whatever they can, like gangsters to try to trick people and, and, you know, pull them into these schemes because ultimately they're just against God and his created order. And so, mm -hmm. you know, just whatever, whatever you do, you get in conversations. I'm sure this is going to come up because this thing's been blowing up. I've been okay. seeing it kind of float we'll around. Watch it then. And, um, you know, just just know what they're doing, know what they're know what game they're playing. You know, you can you can watch it if you want. Like he was saying, it's 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 kind of shiny, happy people made. Let's That's all be title. let's all be <laughs> miserable together, you know, kind of sense. Um, but I think that, um, man, we just like, we were just talking on a podcast earlier today doing an interview and I, it really hit me. I was like, you know what? We really do have to just not care at all. You know, you, you, you've taught me that too. Like, you know, whenever, um, you're dealing with critiques and criticism, you chew the meat, but you consider the source too. Are they credible? Yeah. Do they have a leg to stand on and should they have say it all. There is an element of that where, you know, we ought not listen to everybody and in regards to things we know to, we hold true that are biblically sure. based. And I love how he said that. Especially if like, they're against it. Yeah. 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 If y'all, if y'all can, you know, you can admit 
that you know big john shouldn't be taking showers with you know stephanie in high right. school then we might give you a place to talk on the mic until no then i don't i don't i ain't, <laughs> you, I ain't got time to listen nothing to nothing you, yeah, yeah you have nothing to say on this issue you have no no moral ground no moral framework and so it's like you know i just i'm i'm, I'm done with with um with caring about what the satanic system has to say mm. about the church um we can handle those issues, you know, biblically, um, where it's appropriate, you know, you, but yeah. And not to say that when the church does wrong, it's wrong. It's not wrong. Right. We, we admit faults when we see it. It's just, you know, the pointing of the hand from the person who, <laughs> who champions the sin yes. and calling out the sin in others. For that's, their, yes. uh, that's weird. Yeah. For their deconstruction goal. So anyways, hope that, hope this little, uh, walk through this issue exactly. is helpful and, and, um, Thank you guys again for for joining us. Don't forget to hit us up if you want to join that book club. We can talk about building positive societies um, from a Christian perspective, um, good theology, and how to apply it to the public sphere. And we will see you next time. Avenue.